0: In this episode, I'm going to give you some strategies for how to decide which content to consume in your engineering career. Let's do it.
1: Welcome to the Engineering Career Coach Podcast, where it's all about helping real engineers to overcome real challenges and get real results. And now for your host, who was on a mission to inspire as many engineers as possible, professional engineer and certified career coach, Anthony Fasano. Welcome to the show today. This is the show for engineers that
0: want to create extraordinary careers and lives. All the show notes for today's show can be found at engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash consume content. I have a very interesting show today, one that You may not think about often, but something prompted me to think about, which I'll discuss as we get into the show today, but it's how to decide what content to consume. There's podcasts, books, articles, events to go to. There's so many opportunities for learning, but how do you know what you should spend your time on and what you should focus on? And that's going to be the topic that I'm going to focus on here today. Before I jump into the show, What I want to just mention real quickly is there's an opportunity for you to volunteer with the engineering career coach if you're interested. I posted this on my blog last week, at engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash volunteer. Essentially, I put out three volunteer positions and I'm taking applications from anyone who wants to help out and get some coaching and career advice in return. So the first position is Episode 50 of the podcast will be coming up within the next month and a half. And one of the things I really like to do for episode 50 is make it all about you, the listener. So I'd love for you to go to engineeringcareercoach.com, click on the tell your story button on the right side of the page, and just record. Take two minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever you feel comfortable with, and just record an audio saying what success you may have had due to the podcast. But most importantly, how you had that success. What did you apply and what worked? I'm not just looking for people to call in or record a message saying, I love the podcast. Although that's great. I want it to be something where you say, I took something that you said in this episode, I applied it and I had success. And this is how I did it so that the listeners can try to do the same. So I'd like to get a whole bunch of those for episode 50 and just play them for episode 50 because I think it should be about you, the listener. So that's available and you can do that on the website. The second volunteer position is I want to create a resume and interview product for engineers because I get at least five emails or LinkedIn messages a week from engineers that need help with their resume, and with their interview process. So I don't want to just make a product up on my own. I want to get engineers involved telling me what they go through with their resume and interview process. I'd love to talk to hiring managers or recruiters that have hired engineers, what they look for in resumes and interviews. And I like to put this all into one kind of do-it-yourself product because I obviously can't coach the 500 people that contact me a year about that. And in return for that product, you'll get one-on-one coaching from me. So it's an opportunity for you there with your career if you'd like to help out. And the last position, the last position is to help me to put on the Engineering Career Success Summit. It's a big event that I'm going to be holding May 1st and 2nd in Washington, D.C. this year. It's really going to help engineers go from technical professionals to leaders to transform communication skills, networking skills, build your leadership abilities, etc. And I'm looking for some engineers that want to volunteer and help out at the actual event and leading up to it. And in return, you'll get complimentary registration to the event, which includes all the learning sessions and also the party on Friday night, as well as a complimentary engineer your own success t-shirt, which you can see again at engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash volunteer. So we've already got a bunch of volunteers, but we still have room for some more. So please, if you're interested, check it out and apply, and I'd love to work with you. So with that, let me give you a quote and then take us right into the main segment of the show. The quote goes as follows. If you have an hour, you will not improve that hour instead of idling it away. Let me say that again. If you have an hour, will you not improve that hour instead of idling it and that's from Lord Chesterfield. So with that in mind, let's jump into the main segment of the show. The topic for today is content consumption. How do we decide what content to consume? Why did I even pick this topic today? I picked this topic today because I'm a huge believer in goals I recently built a course for engineers, which is at engineeryourgoals.com, and I launched the course, and we have some engineers going through it, and I'm just getting some initial feedback. And also, I, of course, went through it myself, and I'm really laser-focused right now on my goals. And one of the things that I noticed through this whole process is I'm thinking about constantly every day what is deterring me from my goals or what's taking me away from my goals. And one of the things that I notice is content consumption. I mean, I pretty much read a book a week. I read blog posts. I listen to podcasts. I go to events when I can, and I started thinking about this. Why am I doing these things if they're not contributing to my goals? I mean, okay, it looks like a good article. It's got a catchy headline. It's got some cool pictures in it, but is it really going to help me? And so I started thinking about that a little bit more deeply, and I realized that we should be focusing on content that is really going to help us to move towards our goals. What I wanted to do in this episode is to walk through the different kinds of content you can consume and give you some questions to kind of ask yourself For each situation to decide whether or not it's worth your time. And then at the end of the show, I'll give you some do's and some don'ts on what you should do in order to make sure that you're consuming the content that really works for you. So let's start off with events. Events is a great way to get content that can help you, but it's also a great way to help you meet people that can help you to get closer to achieving your goals. So if you're considering attending an event like the Engineering Career Success Summit or technical conference that one of your professional associations is putting on. These are some of the questions that I recommend asking. And again, you can see all these questions at engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash consume content. First question, will this event bring me closer to my goals? You should ask that question right off the bat. Look at the event website, look at the schedule and ask yourself, will it bring you closer to your goals? If the answer to that question is no, then don't go to the event. If the question is maybe, then you know, keep asking more questions. The next question you might ask is, will this event bring me together with the kind of people I want to network with and surround myself with? I'm a big proponent of surrounding yourself with positive, motivated people. Will this event help you to do that? Will it help you to be in touch with the people that may yield opportunities in your career and enjoyment in your career? That's something you have to consider. And again, if the answer to this question is no, then the event isn't sounding like a good one. But if the answer is yes or maybe, then ask the next question. The next question is, will this event bring me to a location that I will enjoy? When you go to an event, you go most likely for the content and the contacts. However, it's also can be a leisurely trip. I mean, It also can be something that you enjoy if you can go to a conference that's going to bring you good content, help you meet good people, and in a location that you enjoy. I got the opportunity to go to a a great event last year that was in Austin, Texas. I took a ton out of it. I made really good contacts and I had fun because Austin is such a great city. And those are things that you should think about. And if you're ever planning an event too, you should think about that, whether you're just planning a monthly event for your association or society, or you're planning a bigger event. Like for the Engineering Career Success Summit, I'm always thinking about the location. We did one in Austin. We did one in San Diego. We're doing one in DC this year is a great spot. You could see great things. So I want people to think about that when they're deciding. And then the last question, which probably is the most important question, is how will I be able to measure the results? Let's just say you answer all these questions, yes. Yes, this event's going to bring me closer to my goals. Yes, it's going to help me meet people that'll help me yield opportunities and bring enjoyment into my career and my life. And yes, it's going to bring me to a location that I will enjoy to visit. But how are you going to measure results? So you need to have a plan. You need to say, you know, I want to go to this conference and I want to take this out of it and this is how I'm going to measure it. And you may not know exactly how you're going to measure it until you actually go to the conference and you say, well, I went to these sessions. I'm going to apply these strategies I've learned and see how it works and then give yourself a timeline. And what that'll do is that'll help you to evaluate that specific event for the future, but also help you evaluate other events and how you learn and other, other things about you that you might be able to pick up from that. So that's Events. Now let's think about reading. So books and articles, you can start off with the first question, will this article or book give me information that I can apply in the near future? I always like to think about that because if I'm reading a book about something that I want to do five or 10 years from now, it doesn't seem to work well because then I forget about it or I put it on the back, shell, back burner. And so that's something that you really need to consider. Is it a now book for you? Next question, will it move me closer to my goals? Okay, again, and that's something you'll hear a lot during the episode today. So a couple of books that I'm reading right now are Clutter-Free with Kids by Joshua Becker, which for my wife and I, we're trying to strip down kind of our belongings and stress essentially. So we're trying to simplify our life. And one of the things is when you have three kids, you have potentially a lot of clutter that builds up in toys and schoolwork and papers. So we're starting that process with the kids and that's been helpful for one of my goals. Another book that I'm about to read is Organic Gardening. A book about how to book for organic gardening cuz one of the goals that we have in my family is to start a garden this year, a vegetable garden, and so I'm going to read a book on it. It's going to move me closer to my goals. It's going to give me information that I can apply in the near future. And the last question on this topic is again, how will I be able to measure the results? So obviously in the situations of the examples I just gave you, I'll be able to measure the results by, well, we have a garden right in our backyard. And secondly, clutter-free with the kids is you know our stress, uh, how the house looks, how long does it take us to clean up, stuff like that we'll be able to measure. And you can apply kind of the similar type results in your career. I recently read a book called The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod, which is about how to set up a dynamic and transformational morning routine, which I've been able to do since I read the book. And I can measure it by the results, and the productivity that I've had, and the tasks that I'm now getting accomplished in the day because of how I'm starting off the morning. And I'll link to all those books in the show notes, which will be at engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash consume content. Here's the last piece of content I'm going to go over, which is podcasts. Obviously, you like podcasts. You're listening to mine. I love podcasts. I listen to a bunch of different podcasts on different topics, and let's go through some questions for podcasts. Will this podcast bring me closer to my goals in this area of my life? So if you have goals in different areas of your life, which I certainly promote in the engineer your goals course that I've created for engineers, it focuses not only on professional goals, but also on personal goals. And if you go through the course, or if you go through your own goal setting, you should have both personal and professional goals. So when you listen to a podcast, is it going to help you achieve your goals in any one of those areas of your life? So that's something that you got to keep at the forefront of your mind. How will I digest and implement the information from this podcast? That's another one that could be tricky because you're probably listening to this podcast in transit, whether you're driving to work, on a train, on a plane, whatever the case may be, and how do you apply that? Like You're not sitting there necessarily with a pad and a pencil writing these techniques down. So obviously, you could go back to the website, the link that I gave you, and you can get some of the information and apply it. But that's something to think about going into a podcast if you're going to listen to it. Okay, I'm going to listen to this podcast. How am I going to apply it? One of my goals is to become fluent in Spanish and be able to give my engineer your own success talk. And so I'm going through a course and I'm also listening to a podcast for vocabulary. And I listen to it every day and I go through and I repeat it. And then at dinner time, I kind of repeat it with the kids and can teach them in the process. But I know that it's going to help me in a couple areas of my life. And I know that I can implement it by continuing to use it and say it and see how the results are and test myself, which is the last question, of course, which is how will I be able to measure the results? So now you have some questions on these different pieces of content. Now, obviously, you're not going to go through a lengthy process to decide if you're going to read an article that takes five minutes to read. But if you're going to listen to a podcast that comes out on a weekly basis, you should go through this process. If you're going to spend money and invest time in going to an event, this is an important process. If you're going to spend a month reading a book, This is an important process because every ounce of your time, energy, and effort really matters. That's one thing I want you to take out of this episode today. Every ounce of your time, energy, and effort matters. and Unless you're directing it in the right direction for you, then it's really a waste of time. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to crank off seven do's and four don'ts for you to try to be more focused in your content consumption, and then I'll go into our take action today portion of the show where I'll actually give you one really, really powerful, actionable piece of advice that you can do to get into this process of being more aware of your content consumption. So let's get into the do's, the seven do's of content consumption. Number one, ensure that each of your goals has a list of resources with it. So if you've gone through a goal setting process, if you're going through the engineer goals course and you have your list of goals next to each goal or on that page or that sheet or however you keep your goals, jot down some resources that might be helpful for you, like this conference or this podcast or this blog article or this website. Make a list because that'll make it easier for you to remember for each goal, which content you want to focus on. Number two, a lot of specific amount of time each week to content consumption. And that includes social media. And that's important because social media is essentially content consumption. So, Whatever that might be for you, might it be every morning with this new Miracle Morning routine that I have, I read a book every 10 minutes every morning as part of the routine. So I know that I've allotted that time in the morning for content consumption. When I take trips in my car, which I usually do certain periods or certain days of the week, I have that blocked off for podcast consumption. And then I also decide early in the year what conferences I want to attend that year. So try to allot a specific amount of time each week so you know how much time you're spending on it. It's like one of those things. If you just say, I'm going to do it whenever, you're going to do it whenever, and you might be spending a lot of time on it, and you might be spending a lot of time on the wrong content. So if you limit the time, you're going to be really focused. Number three, maximize the resources from your professional association of choice. So if you belong to a couple of different associations, understand what content they provide and take advantage of it. For example, in the Institute for Engineering and Career Development, for those of you that are IECD members, we have a recordings page that has probably 20, 30, past webinars on it. Schedule an hour a week or 45 minutes a week to watch one of the past webinars that's going to help you. The resource is there. Use it. Number four, when you find a good resource, focus on it and get the most out of it. This is a challenge for me sometimes. There's some really great websites out there that can help me to ensure that I'm getting my message on the engineering career coach out to as many engineers as possible. Yet, I tend to look at a couple articles on one site and then try to find more sites. If you find a good resource get the most out of it. It's like if you have a newspaper sitting on the table, no one even has newspapers anymore. But if you have a newspaper sitting on the table, go through the whole newspaper and get the most you can out of it. Don't just read one article and throw it out. Right? It's there. You have the resource. Use it. Number five, delete the social media applications from your cell phone. I did this recently because I read a whole article about productivity and stress reduction because what happens is those of you who know if you have the Facebook icon on your phone you see this little red circle that has like one notifications two notifications that's going to potentially pull you into content that isn't important for you like oh i'm in the middle of my meeting i just got a facebook thing what is this you hit the button and it's like oh you know jack smith in maryland just said that he's having a beer it's like how does that help me i just wasted time effort energy on looking at that thing so i just delete those applications from my phone i use facebook and I go on it once in a while, but I try to go on it on my time that I've scheduled to do that and get the most out of it. I mean, sometimes I struggle with it. Like everyone else, it's not easy to do, but just by deleting the apps from your phone, it's going to be helpful. Number six, do consume content in a way that it can be digested and implemented. So if you're going to listen to a podcast, make sure that you jot down some notes. Or what I do, if I'm listening in the car potentially, is if I hear something I like, I just hit the, like the Siri button on my iPhone and I just say email and I email this information to myself so it pops into my email and then I have it later. Just think about when you digest it. If you're reading a book, are you highlighting the book and do you have a method to go back and pull that information out later? That's something that you really need to think about. You have to try to put yourself in a position to digest the information and implement it or else why are you taking it in? It doesn't make sense. So number seven, consume content at a specific time of the day if possible the same time every day. So the miracle morning routine that I've been doing, I will consume at least 10 minutes of a book every morning. And that doesn't sound like a lot, but 10 minutes a morning of a book can add up to 15 to 18 books for me in the course of a year. And that's how powerful that can be. Maybe do your social media after lunch. You're just getting over lunch and you're relaxing for a few minutes. Maybe do podcasts every morning in your commute. Routine. It's going to help you get in a better routine for taking in the content digesting it, and implementing it. So those are your seven do's. Okay, again, I'll run through them real quick. Make sure that your goals, when you write out your goals, jot down some resources that can go along with those goals. Two, a lot of specific amount of time each week to content consumption, including social media. Three, maximize the resources from your professional association of choice. Four, when you find a good resource, focus on it and get everything out of it. Number five, delete the social media apps from your cell phone. Big one. Trust me, do it. Six, do consume content in a way that can be digested and implemented easily. You got to think about this. And seven, do consume content at a specific time of the day whenever that can be for you. The morning's good because you're sharp, but there's other points of the day that can be helpful as well. Now, let me jump into the four don'ts that you don't want to (laughs) do so that you're making sure you consume the right content. Number one, don't consume information that is not aligned with your goals, even slightly. There's so much information out there that you should find something exactly for you. So if you're an engineer and you want to go to manager, find articles on from engineer to manager, which I have on my website. If there are resources focused for engineers on leadership and development, focus on them. Don't just read general leadership books. Read them too if you have time. Primarily focus on content that's specific to you and your goals. Number two, don't just read every article or watch every video that comes across your Facebook or LinkedIn feeds. People do this all day, every day. I'm guilty of this sometimes too. If the article or video is not going to help you, then don't watch it because then you go into what I call rabbit hole and I'm spending 15, 20 minutes watching videos and that time adds up over the course of a year. Number three, don't consume only nonfiction self-help informational articles. Reading fiction can help you to de-stress. I try to read fiction at night. I'm a big Dan Brown fan and other books along those lines. Um, other authors that have novels, etc. Because if you're always constantly looking to get the information to your brain, you might overload. So don't strictly consume nonfiction. Number four, don't go one day without reading something informative. Small wins equal big victories. That's the whole idea that I'm doing with reading a book 10 minutes a day. The Spanish podcast that I listen to is 7 or 8 minutes a day, and I'm just picking up a little vocab each day, and it's adding up. Don't think that you need to chop off and consume large quantities of content because that becomes scary and then you don't do anything. So those are your four don'ts. So let me just review them one more time. Number one, don't consume information that is not aligned with your goals even slightly. Get specific info. Don't just read every article that comes across your Facebook or LinkedIn feeds. Don't consume only nonfiction, self-help informational articles. And number four, don't go one day without reading something informative. Small wins equal huge victories. So there's your seven do's and four don'ts for content consumption. And now I'm going to jump into the Take Action Today segment of the show and give you one real actionable piece of advice to start consuming better content for you today. So this is what I want you to do. Think about your goals. And I want you to Google something that's aligned with your goal. So for me, like if it's learning Spanish, Google, you know, learning Spanish. If it's becoming an engineering manager, Google becoming an engineering manager and try to identify one or two resources that are extremely specific to that goal and then consume them. Whether you do it immediately or you schedule to do it and think about how you're going to digest them and how you're going to implement them and think about how you're going to measure it. Do an experiment. Find an article on your goal or a podcast, listen to it take good notes from it, and then implement it over the next week or two and see results. And If you're thinking, man, I'm too busy to do this, then what's the point? If you have goals and you want to reach somewhere in your career, and if you can't take the time to better yourself to try to achieve those goals, then why do you even have them? So I really want you to test this out. And if you want to email me about it how you made out, please do it, afasano at engineeringcareercoach.com, or you can just go to engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash consume content and leave a comment on the post. And I'd love to hear that. And obviously that will be available to other listeners. So as I end off this show, I still am really focused on trying to get this goal setting course out there. So if you are an engineer and you're not quite sure about your goals, I don't want you to spend five to 10 years trying to figure out what you want to do as an engineer. I want you to spend a couple of weeks and that's what the goal setting course can help you do. So again, that's at engineeryourgoals.com. And if you have questions about the course before you enroll in it, you want to email me, Again, you can do so at afasano at com. Thanks for listening. I will catch up with you on the next session of the Engineering Career Coach Podcast. And until then, I hope that you continue to engineer
1: your own success. If you want to hear more episodes of the Engineering Career Coach Podcast, you can subscribe on iTunes or go to com, where you will find tons of free engineering career resources. Just click the Start Here button on the site for an easy-to-navigate index of all the resources available. You can also follow Anthony Fasano on Twitter at Anthony AnthonyJFasano or Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash engineer your own success. Until the next time, thanks for listening.